What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Blitzed with Andrew and Terrain. I'm Terrain. And I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> and it's time to get blitzed. Thank you guys for tuning in to us this week. Uh, we're going to be talking this week about the NFL... Uh, Conference championship games, who's going to be headed to the Super Bowl. And we're going to start with a topic we don't talk a lot about, but we sort of have to because it's crazy. Um, we're going to talk about the MLB uh, and this whole situation with the Astros uh, cheating and getting caught. And it is amazing. Um, but first, uh, Joe Biden, how's the campaign trail going? Uh, it's going great terrain. You know, I'm seeing so many great people across this country. I'm just giving it to him straight. No malarkey. No, no blow Joe. I'm on the road, baby. Hang on. What was that last one? No malarkey. No, 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 no. What's the, what's the one? That's the other one that you said that rhymed. What was that about? No blow Joe. Oh, okay. I don't blow smoke up your ass because I'm straight to the point. <laughs> All right. I mean, I've watched your meandering debate answers, so I don't know if you're straight to the point, but okay. Um, if uh, you could put Andrew back on the pod, that'd be great. Um, oh, hey. And then he can tell me, hey, Andy, how's uh, how's Bonnie doing? Oh, Bonnie's doing fantastic, Terrain. Doing oh, good, fantastic. Good. How are all he... uh, four of your cats doing? Oh, all four of my cats are great. You're probably going to hear... One of them fucking around in a box in the background. I think Desmond's just kind of having a grand old time back there. So that might come out. Uh, unfortunately, can't do anything about that. Oh, I hear um, Yeah. It's either him or it's like Charlotte. I don't know. They're, they're fucking around. Um, so, and I'm not going to, we're not, I'm not going to say anything about like what exactly happened, but I did finish the circle. You did. I did. I finished it. We finished it over the weekend. Um, holy shit, man. Holy shit. <laughs> what do you think? How, how do you feel about the winner? I, I like it. Um, I will say at the beginning and we'll get, we'll get into a, a more spoiler filled one at another time, hopefully with some fun guests, but I will say uh, at the beginning I wasn't into it. And then I was into it, and I'm I'm happy for that winner. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. What about you? And keep it keep it as it and uh, that yeah. kind of thing. That was very happy for the winner. Um, it was between that person and another person for me, so I'm pretty happy with uh, who ended up winning out in the end. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the person deserved it. I think they were pretty uh, kind hearted. I'm so excited for season two. I They have to make one, and I'd prefer for them to put them out like three seasons a year. Because holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's like... I was talking to Kim, and I was like, what if they had just like a slightly bigger cast, and they did it for like a year long? <laughs> like, you, I, you really got to know these people. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be crazy. Again, it's a, it's a solitary confinement experiment. And yeah, it really is. some of those people were straight up cracking under that pressure. And I yeah, was there a year would not be good. <laughs> no, no, they would. They would have like made friends out of soap. Like they're they're That would have been bananas. Oh, man. <laughs> but let's yeah, was good. 
let's move on. Let's get into some uh, some sports. So the Houston Astros um, are now and for the time being known as the 2017 World Series champions. Um, but that might change. Now, it seems like it's not because the punishment was handed down already. Um, that included full year bans for a GM and a coach, um, losing first and second round picks and being fined $5 million. Um, oh, first and second round picks for in 2020 and 2021 as well. Um, but truly, uh, that's a price that they're probably pretty willing to pay for a World Series championship. Um, so the Houston Astros got caught in what is probably one of the most high-tech slash low-tech cheating operations <laughs> I have ever witnessed in my life. It's like, so good. they had the high-techness of using, like, the replay review room to uh, steal signs from other, uh, from other teams, but they also used, like, the low-tech of banging on trash cans to identify what yeah. was going on. Uh, what did you think of all of this vis-a-vis uh, -vis, um, this this Astros cheating, sign-stealing um, situation? I thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I've been out of the baseball circle for a while now, and it actually kind of intrigued me. I thought it was kind of interesting because, like, like you said, it's a perfect mix of high-tech meets low-tech where uh, they're using, like, cameras that are installed in the center field wall and they quickly see the signs and relay them. And then as low-tech as you can get, they're just banging <laughs> on trash cans. <laughs> and I, I watched some of those videos. Like, the one dude on Twitter made, like, a compilation. And um, it's just, like, he points out exactly when you hear it. And you know, all you hear is... Doom, doom. <laughs> and to me, it's just incredible that it worked for as long as it did. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like it's so obvious I mean, looking at it now. <laughs> the, the fact that, and I, I made this joke uh, that essentially uh, Doug from Nickelodeon helped the Astros win a championship. I uh, don't know if anyone remembers Doug from Nickelodeon and the song Banging on a Trash Can, but God damn, I was just, I was shocked when it all came out. Um, you know, the GM was fired, the head, uh, the, sorry, the manager was fired, um, Red Sox manager and at the time bench coach Alex Cora was fired. Uh, they, uh, the GM and the uh, manager essentially said they didn't know. Well, well, the manager, I think said that he found out and tried like, but didn't do enough to stop it. Um, but they had saw like, I guess in the replay room, um, the the uh, equipment was broken twice uh, by the manager <laughs> who who that was his effort to like stop the stuff from happening. Like he broke monitors so that they couldn't do it, but they kept doing it like this is this is bananas. And this is like one of the first like I mean, this is a huge cheat. This is one of the one of the uh, most recent huge cheating things. Um, you got, you know, your Patriots every year for some reason they're accused of one thing or another. This is, this is bananas. And, and the fact that this, they did it and won a World Series. 
and that they don't have to give back. What do you think about that? The punishment itself, um, you know, there was a pretty, uh, I think it a pretty steady, stir, uh, sorry, a pretty sturdy punishment. $5 million they had to pay, uh, losing first and second rounds in, in this year, next year, which isn't actually that big of a deal when you look at the success of people in the MLB. Um, but those two individuals being um, suspended for a full year, what did you think of the of the punishment, uh, or do you think it's not enough because they still have that World Series ring? Yeah, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, it almost feels like it wasn't enough to me. Because, like you said, they were fined $5 million, multiple people lost their jobs and were suspended, and you know, there's a whole bunch of fallout from it. But at the end of the day, that's as a franchise owner that's almost just like a small price to pay in terms of winning the championship and all the other revenue uh, that you probably brought in from being in the World Series and selling World Series gear. So, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's really not that bad of a punishment. Like, I feel like it should be more Pete Rose level where you're just banished from the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the punishment and I'm like, you know, would someone sell that for a World Series ring? Yeah, I think so. I think that's something <laughs> that you would do. I think that's a trade that, like, diehard baseball fans will make. I uh, I think that baseball fans and players are furious at the fact that the Astros continue to have that ring. Now, I will say for, um, for fairness sake, uh, to just lay out my biases, um, biases rather, I am a Houston Astros fan. Um, I don't pay too much attention to baseball. Uh, when I was a kid, I had the Astros in the NL and the Yankees in the AL, and then the Astros moved to um, the AL, and I just kept my teams the way they were. Um, so, but I am a I was a I was a fan of the Astros. I I mean, it was cool that they won the World Series. I thought it was pretty dope. And now I'm finding out why, and it's uh, <laughs> it's it's less good, I guess. But for me, I'm like, wow, I'm just intrigued by the story itself. Yeah, so, I mean, ultimately, like, I saw there's that petition and everything that they get their that they'll get it, and the Dodgers will actually end up getting the World Championship ring. That um, and to to be clear, that was done by the Los Angeles right. City Council. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know it wasn't like put forth by the Dodgers. Yeah, um, but that could have come off unclear, I suppose. But it, it's interesting. Like, but I, I also don't think like the Dodgers should just instantly get the world title, even though like. Nah. They were definitely cheated, but no, um, I mean, I, that's I'm not like, really sure what the answer is. Yeah, I don't know either because you have to look at it as, well, I'm sh the Astros were doing it to everyone. So they were doing it in their playoff lead up to the to the um, World Series. So it, it's arguable that maybe someone from the AL should have been in there that weren't named the Astros. Uh, it's. It's bananas. It, it, I, I think that this is like a, a huge um, a huge situation in the game of baseball. And I, I like I do like the Pete Rose comparison because Pete Rose is just like, fuck you guys. I always bet on my team to win. <laughs> like yeah, whenever I still don't see the problem. <laughs> whenever I was betting, I bet on baseball and that's why I got banned. I was saying my team's gonna win. I don't know. Uh, like I never bet on my team to lose and then played poorly on purpose. Uh, so I don't think it was really a cheating situation. It was just, I like to bet. I have a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> Call 1-800-GAMBLE if you have a gambling problem. <laughs> 
Um, do you think anything further will happen? Um, I, we know, like I said, the, the punishment is laid out right now as it is. Do you think there will be an outcry for additional punishment to occur? Like do you think that's going to happen? Like, because if you just skim different uh, forums and message boards and comment sections online, people are still pissed off. Like they very much so feel like we do in the sense that we're like, it's just not enough. Like, yeah, to the normal person, 5 million bucks is a lot, but you're playing baseball players like $400 million and stuff. So it's like really not a big deal for them. Uh, so I feel like there is going to be some extra penalties uh, put on top of them by the end of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I That's the thing. I think that you're seeing an outcry and an uproar and people are like, more should be done. I just don't know what else will be. So um, definitely something you should keep your eye on. But I, I will say... Uh, part of me is like look what they should do is um <laughs> they should probably just move the astros to the xfl for a year and that's their punishment they have to play one season in the xfl football league <laughs> oh, oh yeah of football they're like i don't know what i'm supposed to do it's like good <laughs> good you fucking asshole <laughs> good luck <laughs> mm. Let's move on, um, but we are going to try to keep our eye on that, and if new stuff develops, we'll, I definitely want to bring it back to that. But let's move on to the NFL. We had um, the NFL Conference Championship Games this weekend, or this past weekend. You were right about both, I believe. Is that right? Oh, yeah, Terry, and I am I'm just so good. No. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Don't know why. I, I mean, won. I set you up. I set you up. I was just trying to be a nice guy, but you were a prick yeah, about you, it. That's kind of your fault. Um, so the 49ers won by a score of 37 to 20. Uh, they picked Aaron Rodgers off two times. Uh, they kept Aaron Jones in check. And at the end of the day, just showed that they're the superior team and they won at home. Uh, were you surprised by this outcome at all? I was surprised by... Um, yeah, yeah, I was surprised by the outcome in the sense that, one, I picked the Packers to win. I thought they'd be able to move the ball a little bit better than they were. And, like, let's be clear, they couldn't move the ball, like, at all. Um, but I was more shocked by the way the defense played and couldn't stop the run to save their life. More specifically, couldn't stop... Um, Raheem Mostert. Now, they had Tevin Coleman go down early, um, so it was just Raheem Monst uh, Mostert that was uh, taking the brunt of the carries. The dude traveled 220 yards over 29 carries and had four touchdown runs. I, I was baffled by the fact that he was able to do whatever he wanted. And I will say, from watching... I just I don't think I saw the the Packers defense try to do anything to stop that stop that from happening. I I saw too often this like big soft spot in like where he where uh, Mostert could you know gain steam and then get going. I, I was I was baffled by by the defensive uh, play calling. I just I couldn't believe my eyes. Plus, the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw the ball eight times that's crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it was six for eight for 77 yards no touchdowns no picks he literally did almost nothing yeah right? like, like legit i'm not kidding and i don't mean this as like a but you grab any random fan off the street they could 
do close to those numbers, maybe a little bit worse. Yeah, like if you put me in and I went two for eight, I think they'd still win that game. <laughs> I think they'd still destroy in that game. I think if I went over eight, they'd probably still have a chance of winning. Yeah. Um, but but what's really interesting is just to see, you know, Mo, is it Mostert or Mostert? I say Mostert, but I don't know. So. Mostert. I will go with that. Um, so, yeah, he had a great game, 220 yards, four touchdowns, uh, over seven and a half yards per tote. And uh, it's, it's just cool to me to just see how uh, Kyle Shanahan kind of took his father's system in terms of bringing these no-name running backs out of nowhere and kind of making them into full-fledged stars uh, because he runs that same zone running scheme as Shanahan ran in Denver when he had Clinton Portis, and then he ran in Washington, and uh, he saw Alfred Morris have like 1,600 yards or something. Uh, so then Kyle Shanahan took that same system. He took it down to Atlanta when he was the coordinator there, had success with Freeman and Coleman, and now he's in San Francisco, and he's just running on running all over people with – these no-name running backs like Mostert was cut by what six teams, and now it's in the championship game, running for 220 yards and four touchdowns. That's incredible. Yeah, let's move to the other team, the Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers going out there. I mean, he threw two picks. One, I mean, he just kind of launched it, and uh, Richard Sherman found his way over there. That's just, I mean, that's the way it is. They, they were down late. They were that was a that was a gimme, but. Still didn't do that poorly, um, but just the offense couldn't get it, couldn't get it going. Uh, I thought one of the one of the um, fumbles, sorry, one of the fumbles that were lost, I think, was the issue with the center and himself not getting that, um, not getting that uh, that snap done correctly. Do you think um, this is that this was uh, Aaron Rodgers' last shot at a title? Is his title window closed, or is he is it still open? I think it's still open. I think if he plays another three, four years, he has he still has a shot at winning one. Uh, it's going to be tough just because the influx... Got my tongue stuck to my mouth, Train. Yeah. <laughs> the influx of young talent at the quarterback position across the league. Uh, so it's going to be tough for him to get back because you see the NFC is getting stronger. But he still has a good defense that has improved by leaps and bounds this year. Uh, Aaron Jones has proven to been be a reliable playmaker out of the backfield. Uh, they have Devontae Adams, and you know they add a few more playmakers. He'll be fine, and I think they have a good coach to kind of guide him in, guide him in the way moving forward. So, I think I don't think it's over for him. I don't think it's over for him, but I think it's very close. I mean, this was a prime time to get something done. You mentioned that defense. That defense allowed this. Uh, just yeah, yeah, they got manhandled that game. <laughs> yeah, they they allowed they allowed just this this guy to destroy them on the ground, and I think that is playing a, football in here. <laughs> yeah, you guys, hang on a second. Let me. There's a run for two twenty real quick. I mean, I I think I think it's definitely one of those things where you're looking at this team and you're like, uh, they always seem to have like defensive woes when it when it matters. I mean, they, I I feel, I feel like you can actually compare them to like um to the Cowboys in a way sometimes where it's usually not the offense that's the problem, it's the defense. Um and I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers is still one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. Um but I don't know if he's going to be able to drag this uh this I mean this Packers team 13 and 3 was incredible and Honestly, to the point where I'm like, I don't understand how they did it. 
Um, yeah. I don't know if you can get that kind of a that kind of a year out of this team again. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you get the feeling that they were a bad thirteen and three, uh, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, you have those teams that stumble in the playoffs, like the Titans, right? Like they stumbled in with this like record that was eh, and then um, they were hot, so you were kind of afraid of them. Like they were a good wild card team. Uh, but you just felt like the Packers were like a bad, really good team. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think he could definitely get back. I think he wants that extra Super Bowl to his credit. And I think there's a chance he gets there in the next four years if he hangs around. Yeah. I mean, if you look at um, the Packers overall, I mean, I would say most of their wins um, were by one score. Like, Mm-hmm. Most of them were by one score. They were able to win close games, which is great. I mean, it helps. It helps when you have someone like Rogers there to either clutch it out and get the win, or you know, keep keep you from making mistakes and losing the game. Um, but that kind of number is going to be difficult to pull off again um, next year. I feel like you're looking at a team that's going to have their wins go down. That's for sure. Oh, and before we keep going, I did want to apologize for some reason I got, um, you know, last, last week, someone was giving me, um, you know, they were giving me, you know, my, like my talking points, they were giving me my, my research on the games and they gave me this bogus, like Packers beat them 33, 30, uh, I got it. I don't know what we got to do with someone on the like the the new member of the Getting Blitzed research team, but they got. I mean, that got that wrong. The Packers were annihilated this year by the by the Niners. In fact, the Niners scored thirty seven on them the last time they played them as well. Um. So yeah. I, I, and when you were saying that, I was like, I'm not sure if that's right, but I didn't yeah, look. And, and then was, later in the week, I'm like, that was not right. <laughs> it, and it was a new member. It was the new member of the Getting Blitz team that gave me that info. Uh, the new uh, our new researcher. And oh, I forget their name. What is it again? Greg. They introduced them. What is it? He, they said their name was Greg. They actually they Greg. they looked like they were in a panic. They went when I said, "Hey, what's your name?" They're like, "Oh, I mean, uh, Greg." And they sounded, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. It sounded really familiar to me, uh, the person. Um, but you know, I I, I digress. They they oh, wait, they hey. gave Greg yeah. just popped his head in right now. I mean, would you want to talk to him about it quick? Yeah, sure. Hey, Greg, could you let me know what was going on with that uh, with that that stat that you gave me the the Packers? Okay, all right. Um, you know, I that mean, sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, he, he did. Greg did apologize. I mean, I, I appreciate the apology, Greg. Could you just like you know when you're um you know when you're doing this again, just kind of make sure that we we get this right, okay? Thank you, Greg. That's you know that's nice of Greg. And yeah, he took it well and he owned up to it. Uh, so let's go into the um, the Titans uh, versus Chiefs. Now, as we know, um, and I'm getting this stat from um, our researchers, the the Titans were trying to pull off the perfect season this year. They haven't lost up to this point, and unfortunately, for the first time in the year, went down against the Chiefs, 35-24. I uh, I. I have a feeling what that you're getting some wrong numbers. The Titans definitely did not go undefeated this year. Wait, uh, what? And no, they were they were eleven after that game. They ended up being eleven and eight during. They dropped eight games on the year. They dropped eight. Yeah, they were not near perfect. Oh wow! Oh, who told oh, you wow. that? 
it was it was Greg. Greg gave me that step. All right, let's let's keep going. But after the, I mean, I mean, like after the podcast, after we stop, I'll I'll, I'll talk to Greg about it because that's that's crazy. I, wow. Yeah, it's a little, a little. Okay, but yeah, I mean, very off on their win total. Yeah. Um, but the Titans were going into Kansas City trying to pull off the upset, and uh, ended up falling to them, thirty-five twenty-four. Um, I don't know about you. Uh, but I kind of got the feeling that once the Chiefs started to pull ahead, that the Titans just didn't have it in them to get back in it. How did you feel about that? I I agree. I I'm 100 on the same page with you. After the train started, yeah, there is no stopping it. I mean, the the Titans did a great job. They went up 17-7 to start the game. Um, I believe that was their yeah they they I think a little bit later in the sorry a little bit into the second quarter is when they got to 17-7 and then the Chiefs found their footing um you know got two uh touchdowns before the end of the half um then you know got a touchdown the 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 next quarter or sorry not, not the next quarter um my apologies in the, in the fourth um and just kind of kept running like running away with it it was 35-24 but well to me it wasn't as close as the score may have seemed um I think uh, it was very difficult for the the Titans to keep up with that with that Chiefs offense, and I think it's hard for any NFL team to keep up with that Chiefs offense. Yeah, yeah, and, and you and I were chatting during the game, and like the Titans just aren't a team that's built to come back. No, they're very much that team that is reliant on getting a lead, uh, running the ball, draining the clock, and playing good defense. And um, that's great when it works, but when you come up against a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, led by Patrick Mahomes, who is just on a tear right now, uh, you're you're in for some trouble. And it kind of showed the the cracks in the foundation started to show there. And uh, the Chiefs ended up closing it out, thirty five twenty four. Patrick Mahomes had probably like uh, a run for the ages for that one rushing touchdown. You're going to be seeing that on highlights for years and years to come. Yeah. And, um, but. You know, once they got down, you just had that feeling that Mahomes and the Chiefs were just going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that run, that touchdown run um, for for Pat Mahomes was incredible. Um, you know, fighting to make sure he got those yards. His his uh, quote spin unquote that was that was bonkers. It was the slowest spin I've ever seen. But he just they just weren't able to bring him down, and he was able to protect that football and find his way into the end zone. I think, and this is the thing I had said previously. Like when I, I think it was around the fantasy conversation we were, we were having, where I was talking about Patrick Mahomes, and I thought that you'd see him, you know, rush the ball more. Um, and get mm-hmm. rushing touchdowns more um, in in his in this season uh, than you did. But then in the playoffs, they actually have been using him that way. Um, so you know he's getting another uh, fifty on the on the ground and a touchdown. Um, yeah. It's 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 hard when he has the quickness to you know move around in the move around in the pocket, flush himself uh, flush out of the pocket and hit somebody on the run. Um, yeah. and, and also being able to run the football. What do you do to stop that? Right. And But at, at the same time, you have to look at it as like the best ability is availability. And uh, I think it's smart of them to kind of be a little safer with him throughout the regular season. You're still winning football games. He can still throw the ball, you know, a million yards and hit anybody <laughs> from anywhere, regardless of the coverage. So I think it's kind of smart of, smart of them to ease off the run in the regular season and then come playoffs, kind of unleash them a little bit more. Because then you also benefit from teams not really preparing for that because 
they don't have that much film of him running. Um, I mean, obviously they know he's athletic and he's you know he's always going to have that. But I think it's kind of smart to rein him in and just keep him healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely think that that's fair. I think that's a fair, um, a fair acknowledgement. I think that Pat Mahomes uh, has is just he's playing out of his mind. He's one of the most gift. I think he's the most gifted quarterback in the NFL right now. He is the, yeah. the uh, bona fide best in my opinion. I know he's not going to win the MVP because that deservedly is going to Lamar Jackson. But I think if we're talking, who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now, it's gotta be Pat Mahomes. He is just dead, deadly accurate. He's got an arm like a cannon. He can run the ball and make you look foolish. I mean, he is he's what everyone's looking for. Um, and he, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with come Super Bowl. That's for sure. <laughs> and just so you know, you may be able to hear my daughter in the background um, <laughs> with yells for dad, dad. So uh, that's, that's a very real possibility. But, I mean, I do agree. I think that uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And uh, it doesn't hurt that he's surrounded by just talent everywhere on the field. So uh, the rest of the league can be in trouble for a long time. I mean, I do think Lamar Jackson's going to come back and be a force next year. But in terms of the next 10, 15 years, you know, your safer bet is Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. I had said, um, I had said to my wife, we were talking about, you know, quarterbacks of the, I have a great wife. This is super dope that we talk about this. Um, but we were talking about the, uh, um, the quarterbacks of the AFC, uh, of the AFC and how, like for the longest time you were looking at a, like a chart that showed that the only, uh, AFC quarterbacks that are able to get to the uh, Super Bowl were like, um, big Ben and Brady and Peyton Manning. And Manning. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, you're looking at this new crop, um, you're looking at Deshaun Watson, you're looking at Lamar Jackson, you're looking at Pat Mahomes, and I think you're you're possibly looking at the next generation that will have a similar uh, a similar chart the way that you're seeing right now with uh, sorry the way you saw mm-hmm. previously with those quarterbacks. I think I think you're seeing the cream of the crop right now. They are they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in, in years to come, and I think we we might be uh, at the at the first stage of their dominance. I think we definitely are. And I think you're looking at like a quarterback like Russell Wilson is kind of that bridge guy that played with both generations. He played against the Drew Brees, Tom Brady's and all and all of that. And he's also going to play a good portion of his career against uh, Deshaun Watson, against Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So I definitely think you're right, though. I think we're kind of in the midst of the emergence of the next generation that's going to dominate the NFL. I agree. I agree. So you were right about the Super Bowl matchup. We have the Super Bowl matchup coming up, uh, not this weekend, but the next. So you know what? Let's not pick our Super Bowl winner until next week. Um, okay. But let's we can talk pick our about Pro Bowl winner. I don't. Get, we we can pick a Pro Bowl winner if you'd like to. What I wanted to talk about is what do you think? And I know we're just doing this right now. What do you think right now? The key to winning the Super Bowl is for either team. Oof. Uh, the key of the game is going to, in my opinion, fall on the shoulders of the 49ers defense. If they can play as well as they've been playing throughout the playoffs and the entirety of the season, they'll win the Super Bowl. Because when they're playing lights out, they're playing lights out. But <laughs> they haven't played against a hungry, energized Patrick Mahomes before. So 
it's going to be tough, but I'm saying the key to the Super Bowl is the 49ers defense. I agree. Um, I, I like that pick. I think that the key to the Super Bowl is going to actually, in my opinion, be the Chiefs' defense. How the Chiefs hold up, more specifically, the Chiefs' run defense. How can they hold up against this team? Because um, they played it. They, now they played a team like uh, the Niners in the Titans in the sense that. Their bread and butter is running that football, softening up that defense. Um, yeah. You know, maybe a doing a different so- style, though. You feel right? Yeah, where <laughs> where uh, Derrick Henry is running it down your throat. Um, the Niners might find ways to get around you and go to the outside, get get out there and be quick. Um, but their ability is go- uh, to stop the run is going to be very important. I think the the way the Chiefs, if they want to win this football game, they need to make Jimmy Garoppolo throw the football a lot. He hasn't mm-hmm. thrown the football that much in the in the playoffs, and when he has, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't. It really just doesn't go well. They need to make sure that the game is in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so they need to make sure that defense is firing on all cylinders when uh, when the mm-hmm. run's coming. Yeah, totally agree with that with that assessment. Yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, please like the Facebook page. Uh, comment on the Facebook page. Interact with the Facebook page. It's pretty dope. Um, you can find Andrew on Twitter. Andy, what's your Twitter? It is Andrew Shouted. Terrain, what is your Twitter? Uh, it is at Terrain Myrix. Um, you can find this podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you find your podcast. Please rate and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, That's all for us here. See you next week. We're both going to the Pro Bowl, so it'll be done live from there. (laughs) Yes, it will. Yeah. Uh, And until next time. uh, (laughs) Peace.